0: Hey, guess what? It's time for Making Kayfabe with your hosts, Bryce and Dylan. Welcome back, Kayfabers, to another episode of Making Kayfabe. This is the show with me and Bryce. Go back and rebook some of wrestling's biggest mistakes. And, boy, Hardy, hope we got some good stuff coming up for you later on in the season. You've already seen his book, Cody Rhodes. You've already seen his book, Cody Rhodes, again. And we are hot <laughs> off the heels. We are hot off the heels of a fantastic Dean Ambrose and Mick Foley feud. That was wonderful. So, how could I possibly top that this week? Well, I'm going to attempt to do it with something that I th- believe the fans have been asking for for a while now. And somebody that... I think a lot of people have been fantasy booking in their own rights recently. It's Paige, a very famous pro wrestler from the United Kingdom, our neck of the woods. We are also from the United Kingdom, although not from the country she is from. It's complicated. You have to be here to understand it. But we're we are all big fans of Piage. At least I i am. I'm pretty sure Bryce is. I like Paige. There you go. Bryce is a big fan of Paige, And so that's what today's episode is going to be about there have been rumors that ph was going to make a a comeback this year and at the moment i just i still believe that there's still rumors i haven't heard anything 100 concrete yet and so that's where a lot of this has come from people are talking about it online people are starting to speculate they're starting to wonder is ph coming back but more importantly they're wondering can the making kayfabe boys deliver us a good page storyline the answer to the second question is yes
1: i'm so glad you answered that because everyone's been asking that every wrestling fan has been like when are making kayfabe gonna reboot page every wrestling fan
0: yes every single one of them and dude we are no offense you guys have to stop telling us about this (laughs) (laughs) every single wrestling fan there's a that's a lot that's a lot of fans, yeah. I mean, I know it's less than it used to be, but it's still a lot. It's like millions, dude. And we're like, all right, some of them are from, like, you know, J- Japan and from uh, Europe. They speak uh, languages we don't. Um, we still are pretty sure they're asking us about Page.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. But it's, it's the amount of wrestling fans in the world, I just think it's bizarre. They're all asking us to book Page, but yet we only have about a few hundred listeners. Like, how does that work out
0: Yeah, what's up with that but you know what they're all waiting for the page episode and that's you guys it. are in luck so, right. here it so, is there's
1: well, 500 million wrestling fans around the world so we're going to get 500 million downloads for this episode right God. yes
0: cool and, and if we don't get 500 million downloads for this episode I'm fired so yeah, that's it <laughs> <laughs> so-
1: that's your target at least well, I'll, I'll give you a chance let's make it 400 million
0: that's fair Five hundred million is—that's a big number. Four hundred million, that's slightly it. more achievable. So, guys, don't let me down, people. Please, I need this job. It doesn't pay, but it's something to do. So, <laughs>
1: so you're, you're asking people to not let you down, but those people are only not going to be able to let you down if they're listening to this episode anyway. So,
0: that's true. Well, anybody who is listening to this, tell all of the friends that you know who are wrestling fans and then they'll tell tell, your 400 million friends yeah eventually it'll all spiral out if all if you tell like 10 of your friends they'll tell 10 of their friends after a while we'll reach all of the wrestling fans and they'll all listen to this rebooking of page and then i suggest you guys go back and listen to all the other episodes as well
1: Mm. we're going dreadfully off topic here though
0: yes the point is we're talking about page here you're familiar with page i know page yeah you do I know of her. Okay. <laughs> I got really excited there. Like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and you see, I go to your Instagram page and it's just you like hanging out with her, like, you know, just drinking. Every
1: photo is just me and Paige. Yeah. yeah,
0: Just down by the beach, like eating ice creams. like, oh man, I want to go to the beach with Paige eating ice creams. Yeah, You didn't invite me. You will invite me this time because I'm about to r- write an incredible booking for Paige. So good that you're gonna tell your best friend Paige about this.
1: Well, she will invite you after hearing this booking.
0: She's gonna be like, "Well, I gotta get this guy to come get ice cream with me." And I'm like, "heck yeah!"
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yes. How familiar are you with Paige? Apart from obviously you're her best friend, we covered that. But I mean, like, I've, you know. Uh,
1: well, yeah. Uh, other than our, our kind of numerous trips to the beach to um, eat ice cream, mm-hmm. um, you know, quite quite familiar. Um, you know, I, was, I guess I pretty much watched her entire run after my NXT into uh, and, and, and WWE I guess until she retired so you know I've seen quite a lot um, yeah just really I, I don't know if I would say underrated because she is renowned but I mean she um, you know was a, she played a big hand in the whole women's evolution kind of thing and was um, yeah basically one of the top stars from like what we're thinking of 2012 to 2017 or something I can't, can't really remember the dates but yeah, really good, um, you know, and I hope she does one day return, uh, the rumours are are there at the moment, it'd be great to see her back in the ring if she's healthy enough to do that, so, and uh, yeah, if she does return, um, wherever it may be, she's going to get a huge pop, because she was very popular.
0: I agree, I think that right now, you know, there are some great women's wrestlers across all the companies, really. And like you said, the women's revolution really kind of took off with Paige kind of at the forefront. And so now, whenever there's so much more competition out there, it would be great to see her back and mixing up with some of those people. There's been some ups and downs with with Paige in her career. It's pretty wild, even though it's kind of short. Mm. Would you like me to tell you all about, I mean, you already know most of this being your best friend, but humor (laughs) me for a little bit as I ask you, would you like me to tell you a little bit about the history of Page?
1: Well, that's it. We'll tell our four hundred million fans. Uh, yes, but I know, obviously, but they, obviously. they might not. So, yeah. Do you
0: do you want to tell me about the history of Page? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm taking over this rebooking.
0: <laughs> page won the WCW Championship in 1998. <laughs> well, that was a different page. That's a different page. It's so a lot of pages in wrestling. There is, there's fucking yeah. Because you know, uh, recently Page lost the AEW championship to CM Punk,
1: and and Page also debuted at the same event. Page Van Zandt.
0: oh yeah, and then also isn't Page like teaming with Scorpio Sky? Well, yeah, even Page, yeah, he was in the same match. What the hell? <laughs> so listen here, so Diamond Dallas
1: Page, yes, uh, Page. Yes. Page Van Zandt and yes. Ethan Page should form a faction together and call themselves Book.
0: I thought you were going to say the page turners.
1: Just, nailed, just no sell my joke there, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, but a different joke. <laughs> <laughs> people, 400,000 million people, tell us which joke you like best in the comments. <laughs> and it's going to be like, neither. Like, oh, neither well. just,
1: still try to be comedians. Let's yeah.
0: see you guys come up with page jokes. Don't, we don't 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 send us your page jokes no 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 no. we can't have 400 million people sending us page jokes after
1: 400 million people asking us to rebook her as well yeah we can't
0: have that we can't have no. that anyway no. do want, anyway do you want me to tell you the history of ph
1: yeah excellent <laughs> let's do that i think let's... we've been trying to
0: get that for a while now so let's do it <laughs> let's do it <laughs> ph started wrestling in 2005 at age 13. Wow. Which I believe is the age you started wrestling at as well.
1: Not even close.
0: No? <laughs> Did you, you, okay, maybe I'm getting confused with somebody else. Maybe. She started under the name Brittany Knight. She is the daughter of Ricky and um, Saraya Knight, which is a famous wrestling family. And her brothers are also wrestlers. I believe uh, Roy Knight or Zebra Kid and Zack Knight are both wrestlers, and you informed me that you've seen a member of the prestigious Knight family wrestle.
1: I have. I saw it. So I was at Pro a couple of weeks ago now, and I believe it's her nephew, um, RKJ, I think his name is, Ricky Knight Jr. So yeah, he's very good.
0: Hitting people with his finishing move, the RKJ. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) <laughs> so she's clearly born into a wrestling family you know yes. those guys are are like kind of legendary around the the uk wrestling scene you know what i mean and she has probably she's the most famous one of that family really she's wrestled around the world you know and she started um not only in the uk but then she went across to america and she's worked in promotions such as shimmer Uh, Before she was signed by the WWE in 2011, being sent to Florida Championship Wrestling and then moving to NXT whenever that company was rebranded, she soon went on a winning streak in NXT and became the first ever NXT Women's Champion, holding the belt for 308 days and working with names like Emma, Sasha Banks, Summer Rae, Natalia, all those kind of people, until she was called up to the main roster in April 2014. She was called up, I think, the Raw right after WrestleMania. And she challenged AJ Lee to a match for the Divas Championship. Remember the Divas Championship?
1: Unfortunately, yeah.
0: Yeah, classic. What a beautiful, the butterfly belt. It had a butterfly, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Really, like, you know, hardcore, like, wow, you know. So, she P.H. challenged AJ Lee to a match for the Divas Championship. AJ Lee accepted. P.H. won the match that night. The night after WrestleMania, she became the youngest female to win a championship at age 21. And for a brief period, about two weeks, she held both the Divas and the NXT Women's Championships at the same time. I believe she's the only person to do so. Wow. She had to vacate the NXT Women's Championship soon afterwards because she was now in the main roster. But she was never beaten for that championship, which is very interesting. Uh. Terrible,
1: terrible booking decision number 792. Um, so you know how the Divas belt was a butterfly? Yes. They should have made the NXT women's title uh, have a caterpillar on it.
0: So you evolve into the butterfly? Yeah. But then once they get rid of the Divas championship, then what do they do?
1: They've got a caterpillar belt.
0: Yeah, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, well.
1: Just give it a butterfly. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Make all the belts butterfly belts. Yeah. Yeah. Even and when in doubt, slap a butterfly on it. Even the men's belt should have, like, butterflies on it. Yeah, that's I, right. I, I think I'd, be, fucking, I'd love a
1: butterfly belt.
0: But everybody at the time hated the Divas Championship because it was a butterfly, and now we're like, it's beautiful, bring it back. All butterfly everything. All butterfly everything. You listen to this, Vince McMahon? <laughs> yeah, you're hearing this, Vince. <laughs> Tony Khan, he loves belts.
1: He does love belts.
0: Can't get enough belts. Make, a, make one of them butterfly belt, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> What are you? Like he's afraid to do it. What are you afraid of? Are <laughs> you afraid of butterflies? <laughs> so where was I? Okay, so now Paige is the Divas Champion, and in her first title defense, get this. A moment ago, you were like, you know, weird booking decision, seven hundred and whatever. <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> I had to, I had to include this because it was very strange. Apparently, Paige's first title defense against Brie Bella went to a no contest because Kane interfered and attacked Brie. Oh. No. What the fuck? Oh, hold on a minute.
1: Like, that's got to be to do with Daniel Bryan, right?
0: Right. I assume so as well. However, if you compare... Having Kane interfered. Yeah. <laughs> it's very out, out there, yeah. Kane, like, one of the biggest guys on that fucking roster. Uh, compared to Brie Bella... Like, <laughs> that's not fair. How weird is that?
1: Kane would beat her even if she had Brie mode activated.
0: Um, yes, it's just because he's really big. And he, he's huge. And he's a Republican, so he probably has a gun. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh
1: man, isn't it a shame? Isn't it a fucking shame? How you know we just Kane retires an absolute legend, and then just. Turns heel in real
0: life. Isn't it weird that in real life he's more of a monster <laughs> than he was <laughs> when he played a monster on TV? <laughs> you know, people are like, do monsters exist? Like, they certainly do. Here's Glenn mm. Jacobs. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so let's go back to talking about people. too easily distracted. Let's go back to not being sidetracked. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, Paige dropped the Divas Championship to AJ Lee in June. But she then won it back at SummerSlam, and then AJ Lee won it back in September. Oh wow, really? Yeah.
1: So that's so obviously ho- basically went Paige,
0: It went uh, yeah, AJ had it, then P-H, AJ, P-H, and back to AJ. All oh, right. So that's yeah, that's the way you, that's the feud that lasted like most of the year. You know what I nice. mean? It's exciting, interesting. You know, I think sometimes you gotta do like fun title switches like that because it does show like unpredictability and it's a good way to showcase both of these two guys AJ Lee and PH two really good wrestlers you know Mm. and it makes the the women's division seem more exciting Mm. so that's cool um after that she didn't really see a whole lot of championship success uh it was about a year later I think 2015 is when the women's revolution as they called it started to happen in the WWE but like as we've clearly said it seems like AJ Lee and PH were at the forefront of that
1: oh I disagree that that that's when Stephanie McMahon single-handedly saved women's wrestling
0: well that's what we're coming on to mid-2015 Stephanie McMahon of course the one person who's not involved in the the women's division in a physical manner is the one that calls for a women's revolution yeah, And then disappears from TV again. <laughs> yep. Thanks for coming, Steph. <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie. That's nice. So she introduces Charlotte and Becky Lynch from NXT. They come up to side with Paige to fight Naomi, Tamina Snuka, Sasha Banks. Their little group. There's a third group with the Bella Twins and Alicia Fox as like the kind of old school, which it sounds weird to call them the old school, but they were there before the other two groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have now you've got these three sets of women fighting each other. And it does kind of seem like the WWE were actually trying to push the women for once. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of just having one throwaway match on, on a card or whatever, now you've got, what, nine women at this, at this point kind of actively fighting each other. That's a division. There you go. And Paige is all, you know, she's a part of that. So obviously, Sharded Flair was the first one to get a proper push. I mean, you could have guessed that. She mm. won, wins the prestigious Divas Championship. And so, obviously, Paige turns on Charlotte and Becky Lynch and starts chasing Charlotte for the belt. Again, it seems like Paige has been used to put over Charlotte already whenever I feel like Paige could have been, you know, part of the mix. But, you know, they love Charlotte. They do. So, she kind of Uh, was in the division for a while, didn't do a whole lot other than, like I said, work with Charlotte Flair and kind of put people over. In 2016, she was drafted in the WWE draft, of course, but she had to take some time off in August to heal her neck. Mm -hmm. She had some injuries to her neck. Shortly afterwards, she was suspended due to violating the WWE wellness policy. And shortly after that, she was suspended a second time in October Despite the fact that she was taking time off for injury. Oh wow. <laughs> she was she was suspended twice for alleged drug use. She disputes that. She had neck surgery shortly after that. So that would be in I think October or November 2016. During mm. this time, she was going out with Alberto Del Rio. Ah. You probably remember this. This was a very strange time in Paige's life.
1: toxic relationship. Yeah,
0: it felt like every week there was some weird news story about Paige and Alberto Del Rio Man. and it was very strange. Uh, he seemed like he led her down a, a dark path. And that relationship seemed really rocky. He seemed to cause a lot of the problems that were happening to Paige at that point. But by 2017, it seemed like she cleaned up her act. She'd gotten rid of Del Rio. And she was cleared to return to the ring. So in in November 2017, she returned to the WWE. Although at the end of December, in a house show, she was kicked accidentally in the back of the neck by Sasha Banks and that re-injured her neck, causing her to retire from active competition completely. Now, she would still make some non-wrestling appearances, such as briefly managing the Kabuki Warriors in 2019. Do you remember this?
1: I do. She, she also brought back, uh, brought in Mandy Rose and, ah, uh, fuck, who was it? Who's Mandy Rose with? Sonya Deville. Yes, Sonya Deville, that's the one.
0: Yes, And then in 2022, it was heavily rumored that after seeing people like Edge and Stone Cold Steve Austin make returns to the ring after having suffered neck injuries, the rumors started going around that maybe Paige herself would make a return. So that brings us straight up to the the present day. And after having read some of that history, I feel like Paige is one of those people and there's been a couple of people like this that we've rebooked in the past where there's a couple of different time periods we could kind of rebook from
1: i was interested to see which one you would do today actually yeah
0: well i thought because people were asking for it you got to give the people what they want Hmm. and so what this rebooking is going to be about is Page's return nice in 2022 Awesome. So we're going to do some hypotheticals here. We don't even know if it's possible, but we're going to fantasy book, Page returning to the ring in 2022. But, you know, there's plenty of room for it. some of the other stuff. Her working with Charlotte, that kind of time period, 2015, 2016. She should be a real focus of that women's division. Totally. And that could be a rebooking all by itself, you know? But, yes, we're going to be doing a hypothetical. What if Page returned to the WWE in 2022? So... Would you like to hear how that all goes down? Let's do it. She wins the belt. The end. <laughs> oh, put the belt on her. Which belt? Ooh. Butterfly. Oh, the butterfly! She brings back the butterfly belt.
1: Yeah, damn right. And, and the caterpillar.
0: Yes. She makes her own caterpillar belt. Yeah. She has a spinner belt and it's a, a, a caterpillar, but when you spin it, it's like an optical illusion and it looks like a butterfly.
1: Or, or you spin it, right, and it looks like a cocoon and then... Goes into the
0: oh butterfly. yeah yeah but then it's got like a like a uh, like a faceplate like a door on it so like when you open up the the faceplate on the front <gasps> there's a but it, it's like wings of a butterfly.
1: Oh my god! There we go. Yeah. That that's what you listen to this Tony that. Khan. <laughs> you coward! <laughs> you, you little bitch. <laughs> you little bitch.
0: <laughs> Do the butterfly belt. <laughs> that would actually be really cool though wouldn't it? With the
1: yeah, it would yeah, it's a good idea. Opening yeah. up
0: with the wings and stuff. Tony Khan,
1: give MGF a raise and get the butterfly belt back. And give it to us. Yes.
0: Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) you want to hear the rebooking?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Awesome. Let's do this. So, here we go. Like I said, we're going to start our rebooking this year. I'm going to start it a little bit after WrestleMania. Probably, you know, maybe like a... Uh, let me see. When is WrestleMania? I is like March. Yeah, we're talking maybe like April kind of time. So in real life.
1: April 2022. Just for anyone yes. listening to this in the future.
0: Around about that kind of time. April or May. Because not that long ago in real life. Sonya Deville was a on-screen authority figure. And she stepped down. Yes. To go back to wrestling. So now Adam Pierce is looking for somebody else to fill that, that role. And we're going to have him reach out to Paige to see ah. if she's interested in coming on board. So Adam Pearce invites Paige backstage on an episode of SmackDown. And it's the first time that Paige has appeared since uh, March 2020. Wow. When she appeared via Skype. <laughs> Remember March 2020? It was weird. weird. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. At, at the beginning of the pandemic. Yep. yep. But this is her first in-person appearance since 2019 whenever she was managing the Kabuki Warriors and they spat mist into her eyes. Oh. Oops. Not nice. No, but Paige, now that she's back, you know, wrestling's in her blood. She's from a wrestling family and she loves the chance to be backstage right now. Mm. She pre- appreciates the fact that the camera's on her, but she's not really interested in a backstage role. She, she tells Adam Pierce that it's nice that he invited her here, but she doesn't know if she could be a general manager. It doesn't really suit her. Okay. So she's kind of wondering what to do. But some of the other women see her on the show. And the next week on SmackDown, they all kind of said their piece to P.H. They say they, they give little tributes to her. You know, they, they say it was nice to see P.H. back. Even if it was just for a brief appearance, you know, Becky Lynch. Well, Becky Lynch is a heel. So she says, doesn't matter what page, it's all about Becky Lynch. Nice. Asuka apologizes for spitting mist into Paige's face in 2019. It was a different time, mm. you know, it's a different time. Might be. Yeah, you know, shit happens. It's a wrestling business. Sometimes you get mist spat in your face. No hard feelings. Bianca Belair mentions how fighting Paige would be a dream match. And I think everybody would love to see Paige versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Charlotte Flair sends a video message from her honeymoon (laughs) 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 where she says she doesn't care about Paige. Charlotte Flair, of course, as a cocky heel, has to get a a word in at all times. Even when she's not on the show, she still needs to have her opinion heard. Sasha Banks doesn't say anything because she's not there. She went home. (laughs) Nah, I'm only joking. (laughs) Obviously, in this recording, she's still on the show. She's not went home yet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says she would love to fight Paige and you know, maybe Paige should find herself a tag team partner. Go for the tag titles mm. held by her and Naomi. Sonia Deville says that Paige can have her old job. Sonia's got other things to worry about. She wants to get back in the ring, you know? So Paige is touched by all of these women saying such nice things about her, you know. It was great being back at SmackDown and seeing the live crowd. It was great hearing all these women who are now the face of the WWE, saying such lovely things about her. And she's inspired by seeing Edge coming back and Steve Austin at WrestleMania. And if they can come back, then maybe Paige can too, right? So Mm. now what we're going to do is, let's say like every week or so, maybe every two weeks, we're going to start showing video packages on SmackDown and probably on Raw as well because you've got three hours to fill. (laughs) Yeah, Here's some stuff of, like, Paige, but in her real life. So it's going to be her, like, going to the doctors and going to physiotherapists and her training and her, you know, trying to get back into the ring. Because the WWE love a wee, like, feel-good story. And they also love wasting time with their programs. <laughs> but but this keeps the Paige in the public eye without going too overboard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like she's showing up on TV every time but not doing anything. Now we're actually going to see her on a journey to try and get back into the WWE it's a story we're getting people invested we're getting people used to seeing Peach again and we're pushing her as a as a clear-cut babyface you know this is her journey to get back into the ring and eventually after weeks of this we we get the good news captured on camera where a doctor tells her she's medically cleared and able to return to wrestling i mean obviously you'd have to be pretty fucking lucky to get that on camera so <laughs> you know what i mean obviously that fits They already knew ahead of time that she's coming back. But we have it on camera and everybody's like, oh, Paige is coming back. This is going to be great. It's a lovely heartwarming video. So after this, after the live appearances on TV and then these vignettes that have been playing every week or two weeks, the end game after this, when did we say April? So now we're getting close to July. We're getting close to Money in the Bank. And it's announced that Paige is going to make her in-ring return right before money in the bank the smackdown like the week before money in the bank that's weird and she's well she's gonna get she's gonna ease out some of her ring rust and it's it's clear that because of this that she's going to be at money in the bank right you know what i mean but she's been advertised for the smackdown before money in the bank so that people can again see her wrestle and see her get the ring rust out you know what i mean so, live on that SmackDown, P.H. walks out onto the entrance ramp. She looks out to the audience, takes it all in. She's psyched as all hell to be back in her wrestling gear before she's suddenly accosted from behind by a villain. Who could do this? Somebody runs out from the back and clubs her right in the back of the neck. Becky. Ooh, is so you think it is? Or Charlotte. Are you going to put money on it?
1: <sighs> Ooh, I bet 20p is Becky.
0: Okay. It's the Sasha Banks. Stephanie McMahon. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie McMahon pulls (laughs) the face mask off. (laughs) Sasha, yeah? It's Sasha Banks. She was the person who retired Paige to begin with. Of course, she kicked her in the neck. Accidentally kicked Paige. Was it an accident? Mm. That makes sense. So now Sasha Banks attacks from behind, hits her in the back of the neck, starts dragging her down the entrance ramp, clubbing away, throws her against the steel steps, starts making an example out of her. And then Sasha Banks starts to pull the safety mats away from the the floor to reveal the concrete. And the commentators are flipping out because you know that that's bad news when they do that. Sasha Banks is getting ready to pile drive Page onto the concrete. Oh, boy. Which I think you'll we can all agree, that's going to fuck your neck up. Hmm. But before she can do this, referees and officials run down and separate the two. They pull Sasha away and they they try to get a stretcher out for Paige because, you know, Sasha Banks beat the shit out of her. So the next week after this, it's Money in the Bank. But, you know, SmackDown's on a Friday. Pay-per-views are on a Sunday. So the SmackDown, two days before Money in the Bank, Sasha Banks explains herself. She comes out and says, you know what? Fuck Paige. She doesn't say that, obviously. But she implies it. PH hasn't been seen for years. Page is old news, right? Sasha Banks should be the face of the company, but for some reason she's not. So look at what Sasha Banks has. Sasha Banks has to fight past Charlotte, the woman who has a constant, unstoppable monster push all the time. She has to fight through Ronda Rousey, you know, name value on the, the roster, so she's gonna get a push all the time. She has to fight past Becky Lynch, who has taken the WWE Universe by Storm, good or bad. She has to fight past Asuka, who everybody loves and is great. <laughs> I didn't just write that because I love Asuka and she's great. It's true. <laughs> everybody loves she her. She So now, Paige has returned. Can I,
1: just, can I just get a little bit of context in this story? So in this booking, has Sasha walked out previously? No. Okay.
0: That was the, that was a joke. Okay, Flash wouldn't do that.
1: Just just making sure this is like this is like July in the booking, right? But yes. she walked out in like May, so yeah, cool. Just, just clarifying.
0: Yes, this is. Uh, she's all. Everything's all good. She's still here, and you can see why. She, she
1: yeah. she's still she still got her ball, but she's not went home.
0: No, right. she's still here. So there's still there is still the tag champions.
1: Right, gotcha.
0: But we'll get to that in a second. So now, Sasha Banks, after all those other hills she has to climb, now she has to get past Paige as well. And you know that now Paige has just returned. After all these feel-good vignettes and whatever, Paige is going to be pushed to the top of the card. Sasha Banks is going to be pushed back down the card even further. And that's not fair, is it? You know how much hate Sasha Banks has received on social media as soon as it, as it was revealed that Paige was coming back? How many people went on social media and said, you were the reason Paige retired to begin with? It was all you. Hmm. The amount of heat Sasha Banks has had to sit through for the last couple of months. Everybody's been talking about Paige, but nobody thought about Sasha Banks having to deal with all these stupid marks, all these silly people on Twitter. It's ridiculous. It's driving her mad. She's sick of hearing about Paige. Nobody cares about Paige. They're supposed to care about Sasha Banks. She can still wrestle. She didn't have to take years off. Sasha Banks doesn't take her ball and go home. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Oops. So, so, Sasha Banks decided to take matters into her own hands. And this time, she's going to retire Paige for good. And we saw what she did last week. She would have finished the job if it wasn't for those meddling kids slash security guards. Anyway, who cares about Paige? She's old and new. She's done. And she comes back to the WWE... Sasha will just squash her again because she's a legit boss and Paige is old news. So like I said at this time, Sasha is still tag champions with Naomi. And Naomi's pretty confused about this. She's never seen this aggressive side of Sasha Banks. They've always, they, you know, they've been faces really as tag champions. Sasha's been lovely to Naomi. So she's not sure where all this is coming from. Now the tag champs are scheduled for a title defense at Money in the Bank. And Naomi isn't sure she can trust her tag partner right now. But Sasha tells her to get her head back in the game. They're champions. They need to do what needs to be done. So money in the bank comes along. And Sasha and Naomi get ready to defend their titles against probably some random ass thrown together tag team, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's it. Women's tag division. (laughs) They
0: hit tag teams and they especially hit women's tag teams. So let's say Natalya and Sheena Baszler, because I think they were doing a thing as a tag team. And also, you know, who doesn't love Sheena Baszler, right?
1: WWE.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's true. So they were like the heels going in to the match, even though. So like originally they were going to be the heels going in, and then Sasha pulled this weird stunt. So now Naomi's not sure what's going on. We're going to have the the Money in the Bank pay per view starts. This match is going to be on. Sasha and Naomi make their entrance, and while they're on the entrance ramp, who should appear? But you've guessed it cody rhodes stephanie McMahon. okay <laughs> he pulls his stephanie mcmahon vs off and it's cody rhodes like that's weird how did that work why would you do that cody yeah what the fuck that's just weird man and then he pulls the mask off and it's stephanie mcmahon and you're like why did you pretend to be cody rhodes
1: and then she pulls out a spoon and she's feeding triple h pudding
0: yeah yeah oh boy classic Hmm. If you don't know what that's about, go listen to the Cody Rhodes episode, the second one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also, this, second second of twelve. Yeah. Yes, but also listen to the first
0: one as well because they're both good. So anyway, yes, it's not Cody Rhodes at all. It's not Stephanie McMahon. It's Paige. Hmm. She's returned. She's recovered. She storms out from the back. She attacks Sasha Banks at the entrance ramp. She's really going to town. Naomi pulls Sa- up. Uh, the Naomi pulls Paige away. And Paige tells her she has no beef with Naomi. This is about Sasha and Paige. But Natalia and Shayna Baszler get involved at this point. They all start brawling up and down the entrance ramp all around the ring. Eventually, the action gets back into the ring. But Paige is still around. She attacks Sasha Banks on the apron. And this, you know, Naomi can't win a match by herself. Especially against Shayna Baszler and Natalia. So eventually, this leads to Naomi and Sasha Banks losing the tag titles. So, the next week on SmackDown, Naomi is confused and Sasha Banks is very angry. Sasha demands to fight Paige, but Naomi wants Sasha to be straight with her. You know, Paige cost him the tag titles, but if Sasha hadn't started all of this, then none of this would have happened. They still would have been tag champions, you know? Hmm. Isn't it kind of Sasha's fault? Sasha Banks doesn't want to hear any of this. She's fed up of teaming with people who don't appreciate her. She's fed up of tag teaming in general. She deserves all the spotlight. She deserves to be fighting Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. That's the big marquee match that everybody wants to see. If it ends up being Paige versus Ronda Rousey, there's going to be absolute hell to pay. Sasha Banks means it. She will fucking ruin everything. So the week after this on SmackDown, we finally hear from Paige. So she's out in the ring and she addresses everybody. She apologizes to Naomi. She didn't want to cost Naomi a title match. You know she's sorry that naomi had to be involved at all but sasha went and made it personal sasha tried to cripple her again again like not just once she tried it again she tried to take her out of the game after she's just returned it's unfair Paige got into wrestling at such a young age this is all she's ever loved she had all of it taken away by sasha banks involuntary or not she thought she lost it all completely and she was so excited to be back, only to find out that Sasha was being so vindictive as to try and cripple her for real. Mm. Well, you know what? Paige isn't playing around. She's not having any of it. She's not leaving the game this quickly. She's still got some business to settle, and we're going to settle it at SummerSlam. Bree. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Have me going there. Yeah, I know. So that's what Paige wants. She wants a match with Sasha. Now, Sasha comes out. She's all angry as hell. She's followed by Naomi. And obviously, Sasha doesn't want that match. She wants Ronda Rousey. Sasha Banks goes, gets a chair from ringside and gets into the ring. She's like, you know, jaw-jacking at Paige. And Paige is defiant. She's not backing down. Sasha looks as if she's about to swing the chair at Paige. But Naomi gets involved. She pulls the chair away from Sasha. Mm. So in response, Sasha just angrily, instinctively attacks Naomi for trying to stop her. She pulls the chair back, and then she ends up hitting Naomi with the chair. So, again, you get some officials coming out. Sasha Banks gets out of the ring in a huff. Paige looks on. he's trying to look after Naomi as the EMTs come down to check on her. But Sasha Banks doesn't look at all remorseful at attacking her former tag team partner. So you can see the aggressive side of it. Sasha Banks really coming out here. Mm -hmm. Next week on SmackDown, Paige is back out again. And she has asked the people in charge, let's say Adam Pearce, to make it official and officially sign Sasha Banks versus Paige for SummerSlam. The higher ups were afraid that Sasha might be getting into more than she can handle. But you know what? Paige is a big girl now. She knows what she's doing. This isn't the first rodeo. She can wrestle and she's not afraid of a bully like Sasha Banks. So she calls Sasha out, but she doesn't come out there. And Paige says, that's typical Sasha Banks, isn't it? She's always making a scene, but she's never around whenever all the people need her. Even when Paige is sitting there calling her out, Sasha doesn't appear because she has to make it all about her. She only appears at her terms, right? So, out from the crowd, while Paige is doing this, a hooded figure jumps the guardrail, slides into the ring, and wham, kicks Paige right at the back of the neck. I mean, Paige goes down holding her neck, but it's pretty clear the hooded character is. Cody Rhodes. Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Stevie Richards. (laughs) (laughs) Arino. (laughs) You got a lot of, stop taking the masks off. How many masks have you got? How many masks can you get? All such realistic masks as well. They're really realistic. Yeah. Would you get that Stevie Richards one? I want that. Obviously, the hooded character is Sasha Banks. Yes. And she's kicked Paige in the back of the neck. Now Paige is landing on the canvas and Sasha grabs the mic now and tells everybody that she's the queen bee around here she's the legit boss and nobody seems to listen to her but they're going to listen to her now she just put Paige down again and this time it's for real Paige came back from neck surgery so Sasha targeted her neck again see she's smart she's bragging about how smart she is she turns around and wham Paige blindsides Sasha Banks with a kick to the face Sasha Banks is stunned not just by the kick, but the fact that Paige is up so quickly. What the hell? Paige gets right up into Sasha's face, like grabs her hair, is yelling in her face, and tells her that when the doctors did neck surgery on PH, they did some really experimental neck surgery that put a metal a steel pleat in her neck. So now she's like a bionic woman. <laughs> nice. It also means that nobody's going to be able to be cheap shotting Paige in her neck ever again. See, she's smarter than that. She had the metal plate put in the back. So that meant that whenever Sasha Banks kicked Page, she was selling, but she didn't feel it. There was no injury occurred whatsoever. You can't target Paige's injured neck anymore because the plate protects her. Uh, good old Lex Luger style. So now this obviously leads us to a match at Summer Slamboree. We're going to have Sasha Banks versus Page. Sasha Banks is going to come out swinging, so angry, L- lots of aggression, really trying to go all out to stop Page. Paige, in response, is showing a tremendous amount of heart. She's come back after so long. This is her first real Rasta match in years, and it's going to be against Sasha Banks. She's doing her best to prove that she can still go in the face of somebody as aggressive and angry as Sasha Banks. And obviously, I would have Page go over in her return match at Summer Slamboree over Sasha Banks, which I think we can all agree would be a really good match to watch. Yes. I would, I would love to see that match. So, as we always do, we got options coming out of this. I would have Paige win, but if you wanted to, you could have like a rematch later on, down the line. There's the options are there. Hmm. There's obvious you could have another match with Sasha Banks, um, but the trick is after this to keep the heat on Paige. You know what I mean? She's only just came back. Feel good story. She gets the best of Sasha Banks. That's when you keep the pressure on. And from here with Sasha Banks, we've made light earlier of maybe Sasha Banks is having a couple of frustrations. Maybe she's a little angry with her spot on the on the on the card. And we've kind of addressed that with what Sasha Banks was, was saying in her promos. This is a perfect time that if she needs to take some time off, have her lose the page at Summer Slamboree and then take some time off to cool down. Hmm. It's it's really good. That way, whenever she does return, Doors wide open for a rematch. So that's pretty good there. Also, what I would do, keep the pressure on Piage, build it all the way up round about to after WrestleMania, right? Keep her busy with different feuds. I reckon what they're going to do for next WrestleMania, it's clearly going to be Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Yes. I think that's the money match. I thought they were going to do that this year, and they didn't. So that must be the money match they're going for next year. So therefore, after WrestleMania, position Piage as the de facto face to come after... Becky Lynch. And then bang, you know, that's your next SummerSlam main event set up. Page versus Becky Lynch. Hmm. So that's my story of rebooking Page. It's all about keeping momentum on her and her getting a little bit of revenge on the person that put her out of action to begin with.
1: Yeah. I like that. that. Sasha Banks makes complete sense. I don't know why I didn't guess her. I guess Becky or Charlotte. Well, I was like going to yeah. I was going to do I
0: was going to do Becky. But when I started writing it the game plan was Becky Lynch versus Paige cuz again, I think that's the money match. But then I thought about it some more and you like it just makes sense for her to get revenge on Sasha Banks first, you know?
1: It does. It definitely does. And, like, Sasha is so much better as a heel as well. So yeah. I, I like that you turned her heel. And, like, you didn't turn Naomi with, Naomi with her either, which is good. Like, Naomi works better as a babyface, I think. So, you know, she would be kind of um, disturbed that Sasha has kind of turned this kind of, um, turned into this kind of, like, uh, monster, basically, and, and try to kill Paige, you know? But, yeah, um, I like that you brought. Page back as a baby face uh, because she absolutely would get cheered if she came back. Like I said at the start, she's very popular. You know, I think if WWE were to bring her back, they would probably do something stupid like make her a heel. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad she didn't do that. Uh, love the fucking, fucking metal neck, <laughs> titanium neck. Bionic a woman. Great, uh, yeah, Bionic woman. She's half human, half machine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about half, but well, I mean, basically half. Got a robot arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One arm and one leg.
0: (laughs) I thought that was a neat, like, you don't see that uh, in wrestling anymore. You don't, but it kind of
1: makes sense. I don't know, like, I I don't know how much I kind of like think it would, like, stop someone from hurting your neck if there's titanium in it. I don't know if they, like, kind of like pull off the, kind of wrap the whole neck in titanium. I don't think that's how medical, medical, um, medical science works, but it's still a good story. Right.
0: Again, it's a WWE. You don't have to go too far. You're just like, oh, it's a metal neck. Good enough! That's all you need to know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's good enough for me. I can believe that. So, um, But that's really good. So that kind of, like, is a reason for it to come back as well. And, yeah, man, just a a really good story. It's kind of, um, yeah big big star comes back finds an enemy and they fight it's uh, simple, you know, good storytelling simple, simple simple storytelling but also like with some little kind of like kind of barbs coming out the side of it to make it interesting so there's loads of things you can do there you can even like um, you know, you've got Sasha versus Naomi as well because Sasha hit Naomi with the chair right um, you know halfway through the story so that's something that's got to happen or maybe Naomi comes back and then contrary to what I said earlier she turns heel and she's attacking Paige because it's Paige's fault that um, you know Sasha hit her with a chair or something I don't know right. Right, um, you could totally do that. you can do here. Yeah. yeah, you
0: could have Naomi think that it really is Paige's fault that Sasha Banks is, has gone crazy and trying to get revenge mm. for her tag partner, you know?
1: That's it. That's it, yeah, and like maybe, maybe Naomi sympathises with Sasha. I, I, again, that's one thing I meant to say, Sasha's reasons for attacking Paige are legit as well, because Paige is going to be this, this big superstar now, and Sasha, once again, is not going to be able to get to the top spot because of people like Paige, people like Charlotte, people like Becky, so, you know, it's kind of a, a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. You know, a big a big Pringle-sized chip. <laughs> uh, which... I'm bringing it back. <laughs> But, yeah, basically that, man. But it's a really good story. Uh, I'm glad you booked Paige in the kind of current day. That's kind of what I was hoping um, when you said you were going to do it. And, um, yeah, you nailed it, dude. You fucking nailed it.
0: Do you think this is what the WWE would have done? If if she came back? Yeah. No,
1: definitely not. <laughs> um, I, I generally think they would bring her back and do something. She would, like, make her a heel, as I, I said.
0: I um, agree. You know. I don't know why, but I feel like they would bring her back and make her a heel. And you're like, well, mm. what the fuck? Everybody wants to they'd see her. Again.
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to see her, but they'd make her, like, I don't know, attack a grandmother or something when she came back. I don't know.
0: Right, and, like, that's one of the things. I was thinking about doing that too, and I don't know why, but naturally I was like, let's come back as a heel, but then I'm like, but that makes no sense. It makes sense to capitalise on her as a face. So people want to see Paige, give them reasons yeah. to see Paige, you know?
1: That's it, man. Like, they brought Becky back as a heel, and I think that was partly Becky's decision, but, like, it's so bizarre, like, because She's never gonna get a heel reaction when she returns. Like, just she's been away for so long, and like you, with Becky, like, I think you should have like, I think WWE should have like brought her back as a face and then turned her heel. Yeah. not just heel right from the outset because it makes no sense. So, but yeah, man, like um, yeah, Paige's a baby face, top baby face. Like the women's division needs those at the moment. So perfect, dude. Yeah,
0: thank you. That was that was some good rebooking. I did. It was, but you know, I like to hear you do some rebooking but not maybe not quite as, as long form maybe something shorter
1: mm-hmm. a little
0: bit more random you know
1: so, uh, how long like 60
0: seconds Ugh, ish you know like a wrong, ish? you know maybe back back 60 seconds ish you know okay ish yeah okay. that kind of time frame. do you think you could do that I, i've been known to so yeah let's do it yeah well, we could do it in a game of k-fabe All right, everybody. It is time for K-Fabe Tombola. It's a little game we like to play at the end of our rebookings where the person not doing the me and rebooking gets to do a little side rebooking, as it were, a little bit of extra content. A side quest. A side quest. You guys are lucky enough to be able to hear Bryce doing his side quest today. And for k Tombola, if you guys are new to the show, basically, we take four wrestlers, Four scenarios. Hide them behind uh, letters and numbers. Bryce gives me a letter number combination. I reveal what wrestler, what scenario he has picked. He has 60 seconds-ish to rebook it. And you guys all get to hear it. It is wonderful. Now, we take fan submissions for the kayfabe to If you would like to play along, all we need you to do is write up four wrestlers for random wacky scenarios. You can send them to us at Kfabe at Instagram or on Twitter or makingkfabe at gmail.com. You're going to see the kind of thing that we're looking for in just a second. But we're still looking for more submissions. Feel free to join in. Bryce wants you to send more submissions so that I don't have to write the tombolas. Yes, please. please. <laughs> he is fed up with that. No more World War II pilots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Name it's Melina. It's still
0: my favorite one.
1: That's a good one, yeah. I'll
0: never forget that. I can't I, was so, I don't know. I was so happy. You know when the <laughs> stars align, you're like, oh, there is a God. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to ask Bryce to pick a, a, a number, one to four, and a letter from A to D. I got it right this time.
1: Congratulations. Thank you. Six seasons then you got it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Looking almost like <laughs> 70
1: episodes, yeah.
0: Today, Stambola was sent in by Mona uh, Moan Amor on Twitter. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. So you're about to hear Bryce. Absolutely, Neil. Your tombola. Get ready for this.
1: Mona's great. We uh, met her at RevPro a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. There you go. She's very cool. Yeah.
0: There you go. See, Bryce loves his fans so much. He's willing to meet them in person. Yeah. I, of course, am not allowed to leave the house. It's a, it's a court order. You don't worry about it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> Bryce, all I need from you is a letter and a number, and we can get this game on the road.
1: Alright, so let me have a think So we've not one thing we haven't done much, uh you know, we have our, our gorillas pick, we have our um oh God, the Dudley Boys our, uh, our Dudley Boys Shakespeare. Yeah. We've not done we've not done the four dimensions pick in a while. So let, let's do 4 oh, fourteen. Hmm. All four dimensions, all four of them.
0: Uh what
1: can you name them all? Um, dimension 1, Dimension 2, Dimension 3, and um, I've forgotten the last
0: one. Wow, you know what? I didn't think you were going to be able to name them all, but goddammit, you did. Yeah, that's <laughs> you, right. get, yeah. you got every single one of them. <laughs> wow, that was incredible. <laughs> Are you some kind of scientist? Yeah. So you picked 4D. I did. All right. Okay, well, would you like me to tell you the rest which you didn't pick? Uh, Yeah. You did not pick. Somebody we mentioned earlier, Sheena Baszler.
1: Ah, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Harker Holly. No, it's Nia Jax, sorry. That's no, Nia.
0: don't. How <laughs> dare you? My bad. <laughs> you can't tell the difference I forgot. between.
1: Holly's <laughs> an astronaut. Okay. I forgot.
0: Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. One of them's a really good wrestler. And the other one's Nia Jax. Yep. Yeah, Who is? <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get Shayna Baszler. You didn't get. Somebody who is quickly becoming a, a fast favorite of the show, Kid Cash. <laughs> oh, we could tie him to the train tracks. Yeah. Oh, well, we've man. We've already done that. Was was that a Patreon one we did that on? I think it was, yeah. Guys, you got to check out our Patreon page to hear Bryce doing... Steve Blackman tying somebody to the train tracks. But, well, it's a, it's a story for another day. You didn't get Kid Cash. You didn't get Mick Foley. Oh, who was featured very heavily in last week's episode. He was. You're very familiar with Mick Foley. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Exactly. I'll tell you who you did get. You got Chuck Taylor. Oh, okay, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, yeah, nice. Don't don't sound too excited. <laughs> I, I, I like Chuck Taylor. He's in the well, best friends, isn't he? You're, you're the only one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Chuck Taylor's good.
0: Ah, he's all right. I have, I have no strong feelings one way or the other for Chuck Taylor. He
1: is. He, he's sort of just kind of there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's when he's in the ring, he's good. He's got some funny, funny stuff. He's, he's all um. Oh, what is it, Shikara stuff? He's, he's the one that done like the the invisible hand grenade, right?
0: I don't, I haven't seen Shikara. Ah, it's it's, it's he, totally
1: up your street. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I wonder why he hasn't <laughs> seen Shikara. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Mister Mister, fucking, let's put on a headlock here. Yeah.
0: Listen, if it's a good headlock, <laughs> you can tell a story with it. Hmm. anyway would you like to hear the scenarios you didn't get you can also tell a story with an
1: invisible hand grenade but yeah anyway t- tell me the stories yeah.
0: You, you can but I don't know if that story is worth watching <laughs> <It> fucking is <laughs> uh, take your word for it you didn't get Chuck Taylor has a ballerina gimmick which includes him only walking on tippy toes oh wow that I actually would watch that would be painful I'm sure you could pull that off that would be great Rebucco you didn't get Chuck Taylor participates in a Vince Russo on a pole match.
1: <laughs> what, Vince Russo's on the pole? Or?
0: The the scenario just says Vince Russo on a pole match.
1: But is it, is it a Vince Russo, comma, on a pole match? Or is it Vince Russo on the pole?
0: It just says, there's no comma, so it says Vince Russo on a pole.
1: Oh, man. i not yeah. anyway, but that, that, that'll be fun. Well. that would be fun.
0: I'm sure that'll come back at some point. <laughs> And you didn't get uh, Chuck Taylor has a feud based on different preferences where it, when it comes to the softness of cheeses. So you know uh, you can have like a hard yeah. cheese, you can have like a, like a like a really soft like cottage cheese. Yeah, yeah. He gets into like a a, a feud based on that, which I'll okay, be honest yeah. with you, I'd like to hear that.
1: I've I've also we've all been there as well. Um, you know, I, I've watched start feuds with people based on cheese many many times.
0: Um, Do you, would, would you uh, like a hard cheese or a soft cheese?
1: I kind of like both, but there's people who kinda prefer neither, and I'm like, right, I'm gonna start a feud with you.
0: You mean people who just don't like cheese? Yeah, yeah, don't trust what them. What the fucks up with them? What's wrong? The cheese is yeah. delicious. I know, guys. He, um, they they don't like cheese, so but they like they order pizza and they just not get cheese on their pizza, and I'm like, oh you're really? A, you're a monster. They have a cheeseless pizza? You're worse than Kean. <laughs> what kind of fucking psychopaths it are was, they? I used to work in Domino's as a delivery driver and people would order pizzas with no cheese on it. And I have to deliver this. And I'm like, I know where you live now. <laughs> 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 you know? I just want
1: you to know you disgust
0: me. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, it, looks, bizarre, it looks so right? weird. Like a pizza with just tomato sauce. Just and tomato then, sauce. And, like and then like pepperoni. Yeah, like it's disgusting looking. It's a naked pizza yeah <laughs> ridiculous
1: your pizza's nude
0: <laughs> i'm a i'm a I'm a pizza connoisseur yeah and uh and that hurts me but anyway i'm going to tell you exactly what you you did get so you got chuck taylor and he has an irrational fear of the letter t but also finds himself in a match for the tnt championship uh. <laughs> can i just say by the way that <laughs> is right up our street
1: yep that's, that's a classic Tombola yeah, Mona so
0: you fucking nailed it that is that is a quintessential Tombola-esque that scenario that is a good one so that anybody one. anybody listening who wants to send in their own kind of Tombolas four random wrestlers four scenarios like that and we'll be over the moon that's we're just the good we're gonna get stuff.
1: Tombolas featuring letters uh, sorry wrestlers scared of numbers now
0: I thought you were gonna say we're gonna get Tombolas that are just us are people asking for the pH rebooking. yeah <laughs> <Like> you, <laughs> We've done that.
1: This rest the rebooked page in 2022.
0: <laughs> Stop asking for the page rebooking. We just did it. Damn it! We're do- It's online now. <laughs> so, Bryce, what do you think about this? Are you excited? I'm very excited. I love um, this. I'm I think not that's really good. At all here. Yeah. Can I just say, and I, I don't want to help Bryce out at all. All right. But Chuck Taylor. Who is afraid of the letter T? <laughs> His last name begins with T. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we're talking. Right. Okay. Bear
1: that in mind. Uh, yes. <laughs> while I go through this.
0: <laughs> That's the good stuff. Excellent choice. Thank you very much, Mona. Again, people out there, if you want to send your own tombolas in, kfave at Instagram or on Twitter, makingkfabe at gmail.com. We'd love to get your submissions. Still a couple of spaces left for this season. So thanks, guys. Bryce, what do you think? You ready to go? I think so. I think you can do this. I think this, like like I said, this is old school K-Fave Bola. This is right up our street. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think we can do this. I think so. So I'm going to put 60, well, around 60 seconds on the clock. And then I'm going to count you down from three. And then you're just going to roll through it. Are you ready to go? Yes. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Let's do this. All right, so Chuck
1: Ayler uh, yes. has developed a horrifying fear of the letter T, and it's really starting to affect his everyday life. I mean, he drinks coffee now uh, because the alternative <laughs> is too scary. You know, uh, he, he can't watch the A team, he can't watch Rocky Free <laughs> anymore, and he can't—he certainly can't fucking look at the TNT title. So um, he's got his best friends, right? He's got Orange Cassidy, he's got um, Chris Atlander, he's got um, Trent. Uh, Trent. Oh, Trent. Uh, uh, <laughs> R- Rent, yeah, <laughs> or ren. <laughs> oh yeah, ren. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but they are, as his best friends, are going to re- train. they are going to train him to be resistant to teas. So it's kind of like exposure training. You know, they'll, they'll kind of expose him to a little bit of tea, and then ramp up as the kind of weeks and months go on. So, and eventually, he gets so good that he's actually eventually able to resist two teas. Uh, an, An incredible achievement... And hey... He's doing so well in the ring as well... He's winning singles matches and such... That he's actually... Earned a title shot... At the TNT title... Next week on Dynamite... And... But... This week... So that's next week... This week on Dynamite... There's an open challenge for the TNT title... And Chuck basically is due to face the winner... Of this week's match... So... Imagine... Chuck's despair... When the man who comes out and defeats the TNT champion... Therefore... Becoming TNT champion himself... Is Booker T.
0: <laughs>
1: A third fucking T. He isn't ready for this. Chuck Chuck's like, fuck this. You know, he can't do free T's He can't do free T's It's too, too much. Many. So he he turns down the match. He, he gives it to his buddy Ren instead <laughs> and then <laughs> retires. Chuck Taylor, he leaves the wrestling business altogether after going teetotal.
0: Hey! Blah, blah, blah! You see that? Bring, bring it all back. Look at that. I was
1: going to say T Total was the first thing I wrote down there when I heard the thing. I was like, how how do I fit T total into this? That's thing?
0: good. Uh, one minute fifty two. Oh well, that's ish. That's ish. That's definitely ish. That's ish. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And I think we can all agree you delivered on the on the premise. We really got like we saw we went on a the journey there. We saw Chuck have the fear, get over the fear, and then have the fear again. See Booker <laughs> T. He gets a he gets a, it all comes back. And then he retires he goes and lives on a farm or something. I could have given these. Could have given him
1: these like glasses, which make you just not CTs. Oh, so, that's good. Like, bu- bu- Booker's just Booker now. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Ren and A A, a- A-Rain, of course. Yes. Famous of wrestler. Of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very famous. <laughs> Why well, can't think of any
1: wrestlers with T in their name now? <laughs> uh, they. Uh, oh, who's you, do you remember? Do you remember Est?
0: Oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> s s s. I was gonna say the <laughs> Underaker.
1: The Under Acre, yeah. Because yeah. he's under an acre of land, he's yeah. like trapped. Yeah. What about that ripply
0: edge?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Akima Noku and, and Ajiri. <laughs> oh boy. Only the fucking top tier of comedy you get in this podcast.
0: And we give it away for free, can you believe that?
1: Or should I say op-ear? Am I right? Ah. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right?
0: Ah. <laughs> Anyway, that was an excellent, excellent work there, Bryce. Well played. Thank, um, you. Thank you to Mona as well. Yes, lovely. Thank you for the Tombola. We really appreciate it. Bam, there we go. What a wonderful, wonderful rebooking we had there, not just with pH but with Chuck Tealer, Chuck Eeler. <laughs> he, he got over his fears, and Piaj got over her fears of, of a broken neck as well. You know what? People are, are just getting wins left and right on this show. It's wonderful. Hmm. It's it's a great thing to see. So, there we go. What a, what, a, what, a, what a great episode to continue Season 6. And there's more great episodes coming, let me tell you. Really quick before we wrap things up, though. I want to just remind you guys that we have a Patreon page right now. There are loads of classic rebookings up there. If you like these main series bookings, we have main series level quality bookings up there. What are we up to now? 17?
1: 17, yeah, after John Morrison.
0: John Morrison just recently went up. And there's going to be another one for this month of June as well. There's all sorts of other cool stuff up there. If you want to check it out, patreon.com forward slash mickandkfabe. We really appreciate it if you would like to check it out. Or even if you'd just like to share it around with the 40 million other wrestling fans. 400 million Four hundred. Well, I mean, we're not greedy. 40 million would do us. You Fair know? enough. Just, you know, if if you can't spare the change, let people know. Uh, The wonders of making kayfabe, you know, Mm. we really appreciate it. That really helps us out. Sharing the, uh, you know, sharing sharing the page, sharing the links, little five-star review, all that stuff. It seems silly, but it really helps us out a ton, and we really appreciate it. Helps us to bring out quality rebookings like this every week. Really does. So thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate that. Before we wrap things up too much, though, I want to throw over to to Bryce because he's going to be rebooking an episode next week. What's it going to be? I'm pretty sure he's not going to tell us, but I'd like it if he gave us a couple little clues, see if any of us can can try and figure it out from, from what he's throwing down. So, Bryce, what have you got for us?
1: So Chuck Taylor, right? Yeah. He's afraid... Of Of the letter. Ooh, he's afraid of ghosts. (laughs) A spooky, spooky letter. Ooh, yeah. Okay, in all seriousness. um, In all seriousness. (laughs) Next week. Next week, we are going to be booking uh, something that, uh, legitimately, I don't want to hype it too much, but (laughs) is. Going to be the greatest episode ever. Uh, no, it's it's going to be one that's been requested um, quite a lot. Um, it is one of the biggest fuck ups slash what ifs in wrestling history. And um, yeah, like we, we've heard it from people every season. They want to see this one get booked. So um, yeah, it's going to be a big one next week. For something to look forward to.
0: Everybody's been requesting it. It's Page. It's Page again. <laughs> you got two Cody Rhodes. Now we you got think two we're done Pages. With Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that's a little joke. You don't know what it's going to be, but uh, feel free to send your guesses in to our Twitter page. Page. We love to, to see, yeah, <laughs> uh, so many page jokes. Page. There we go. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, whether you think it's going to be a page again, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a real, a real barn burner. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's it's going to be uh, an episode that I think we'll all we can all agree. Definitely needed rebooking. Yeah. That's I think we're gonna be able to all agree on that. And when you hear it, you'd be like, yep, th- th- it's it's a wonder though, his making cave boys didn't get to that sooner.
1: That barn's gonna be gone. Oh yeah, boy. Burned burned to fuck. Yeah.
0: Poor poor Braun Strowman's like, my barn <laughs> you're
1: braun. <wrong." laughs>
0: keep all my stuff in there. He lived in that barn. Well he doesn't have a job, so <laughs> He's
1: controlling his narrative.
0: Uh, and his narrative is don't burn my barn down. But we did it anyway. Fuck you, Braun. Strowman. Fuck you, Braun. <laughs> Fuck you too, Conrad. I was just about to say it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's tradition by this point. But there we go. A little teaser for next week. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We're going to be back next week with, as we've already established, a Barn Burn Everyone episode. It's going to be incredible. And if not, you want to say before we wrap things up, Bryce? Thanks for listening, folks. Excellent. I concur. We're going to say thank you very much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next time. Keep kayfaving. Goodbye. Ciao.